Hey, it's Brock from Bama Geeks. Gonna jump in here really quickly before we start the episode. We would love to review the new Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. However, we've already recorded this episode and missed it by a couple of days. The trailer is phenomenal. You can check that out online and also be sure to check out IGN's 15-minute director commentary breakdown of the trailer with Jason Reitman. It's worth it every moment, but we'll break it down as well as the toys that have been announced by Hasbro. You get to see some pretty cool things from the new movie. We'll talk about it on the next episode, but for now, let's jump into this one. Stand by to receive our transmission. Where are you boys from in the world? Alabama, sir. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to the Bama Geeks Podcast. We are four friends diving into our favorite pop culture topics with a dash of Southern charm. Right, we have the tools, we have the power. It's Miller time. Whoa, this is heavy. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Wait, what? Crazy? You didn't say I was crazy. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. You want something done, you've got to do it yourself. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! So grab your biscuits and gravy, a glass of sweet tea, and enjoy the nerdy hospitality of Brock and Jessica Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. This is the way. This is the way. Hey, y'all. Wait, I'm not Miss Minutes. All right. Welcome to another episode <laughs> of the Bama Geeks. You know, I don't sound like Tara Strong. It's okay. But hey, it's our 10th episode. Woohoo! Woo. Number 10. We've Woo. hit double yeah. digits. Double digit episodes, everybody. <laughs> I'm Brock Parker. We thank you so much for joining us. And we've got another guest tonight. So we'll go around the table. Let everybody introduce themselves. It's Jessica. Hey, it's Kevin. They still let me in. It's Bo. And hi, I'm Melissa. That's right. My daughter is joining us yet again. We're going to try to fit her on every episode that we have them on Sunday nights, just because she's fun. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, we're going to banter here just for a quick second. We've had a lot of things going on the last couple of weeks uh, in, in personal lives. We did not sit down and actually decide what we were going to talk about until tonight. <laughs> We knew Loki was a given. We're going to discuss the season finale of Loki at the end of the episode, so we don't spoil anything. But it's been two weeks, and everybody and their grandmother has seen it by now. I would hope. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're on social media quite a bit, I'm I'm kind of sure you know what's been going on. Yeah, so we'll we'll do some a quick wrap up on Loki. I get our takes on it. Uh, we're going to talk about San Diego Comic Con, the uh, the at home con that's. Uh, a lot of toy companies participated in this past week. A lot of uh, new reveals for toys. Did we spend money? It, it's us. Of course we did. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Possible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're going to non-spoilerish touch on the new Masters of the Universe revelations on Netflix. I think I'm the only one who, who binge watched it this weekend. And uh, Bo has uh, seen the trailer. Kevin saw the first episode. Jess was like... Just fill me in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did watch the first episode in full, and then I, there was things I had to 
<laughs> life and handle and take care of. But all life. Well, I mean, I, I saw I I was watching. I was kind of in and out while he was watching it, but mm-hmm. I got the general gist of it. So yeah. So and I'll go back and watch it. I just like I said, life was causing some interruptions that I just couldn't help at that particular moment. Yeah. So. We'll uh we'll touch on that just a, a quick very quick overview initial thoughts of like the animation the voice cast which oh my gosh I can't wait to talk about that uh, Kevin and Bo have seen Space Jam Jess and I have not and nope. probably won't so they are <laughs> going to be free to talk about whatever they want to on that so we watched the, something that Kevin had mentioned last time uh, two guys went on a dumb and dumber mini bike road trip through uh from nebraska to aspen colorado common tread is uh, the guys who did that and very entertaining video if you like dumb and dumber so uh, i guess we'll just we'll we'll kick off see what everybody's been up to the last couple of weeks Alyssa's had band camp yeah bass clarinets for the win yeah she brought the big bass clarinet to our house they're with us for a week you're doing bass clarinet on the field well, that's impressive. Well, well, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Now hear me out. The marching might be a little lacking because itty bitty private school, no people. So okay, I would say bass player. That's usually a very, very much a concert band instrument. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I tried marching with it one year, and it was not a vibe. Yeah, yeah. She did it. What two years ago? Two years ago, I think we marched. Yeah. Now they sit the stands. There's only ten people in her band. You know, so they don't they don't do much marching. Six of those are color guard members. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're more like a uh, a jazz quartet, pet band right? quartet. So she's had band camp. Bo, you've had anything interesting the last couple of weeks? Not, not not really. Mostly, it's the continuous cycle of work, miss fun things because of work, and uh, <laughs> just dad. Yep. Ah, uh, adult life. It's fun. <laughs> what about you, Kev? What you been up to? I'm going to echo what Bo said, uh, minus the child. Um, <laughs> it's pretty much just been work and, um, you know, spending time with a girlfriend and um, trying to make the best of weekends and um, trying to catch up on on series and, and things that we've already discussed, mm-hmm. you know, that we're going to be hitting on, things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the good old uh, boring adult life of sitting on your couch in the evening and then watching something until you fall asleep and then. Netflix just keeps playing, and then you got to figure out where you fell asleep at, and then go back and catch back up to it. That yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, we uh, we know that life during the week very much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, making the best of your weekend with with you and and Becca. You know they uh, they came up to see us yesterday, and mm-hmm. uh, we really enjoyed seeing you guys. Unfortunately, we were a little swamped, which we'll get to in a minute. That was we we've been trying to see Kevin for the last couple of weeks. He's been uh, wanting to come up, and he brought me. From uh, Pensacon, he found this vendor down there that that takes these old wine bottles and makes art on them and puts some LED lights inside of there that light up. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And he knows I'm a big fan of Jessica Rabbit. So uh, he came up and, and brought that. And, man, I really appreciate that. That thing is beautiful, especially yeah. when it's lit up. Yeah, the artwork on it is fantastic. It's fantastically beautiful. We'll share a picture of it on on our uh, Bama Geeks social media, mm-hmm. which speaking of at Bama Geeks, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, make sure you look us up, join in the conversation. We enjoy that. If you want to email us, BamaGeeks at gmail.com. There's the early plug before we get to the spoiler stuff. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, we were <sighs> talk about life happening and just adulting. Uh, we we've been having to do some work on our house. Thankfully, uh, Jeff has a couple of family members that have been over helping us. Just needed some repair work, and so. Mm-hmm. Kevin had been trying to come up here for the last couple of weeks, been excited to see him. Then all of a sudden Thursday, some house repairs popped up and poor Kevin and Becca showed up yesterday. And, <laughs> you know, my, I couldn't even hug them because I'm so nasty and sweaty from working outside in that Alabama humid heat. Yeah, those, these things couldn't have uh, couldn't have happened in like November, you know, October, mm. November. No, <laughs> it has to happen in July. Yeah. Things well, that have to be done. Yeah. So uh, some repairs got made and, uh, we had to make a repair today. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, we had a nasty surprise this morning after Jess and I got back from church. We're trying to clean up boxes. We're about to go across the state to pick up the kids. Can we play a guessing game to find out what appliance broke? Oh, right. what? it wasn't no, an appliance. No, 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 no. Oh, no appliances. <laughs> no. Okay. It no, it was not a, an appliance breaking. No. This is yeah. more exciting than an appliance. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm about exciting, anxiety <laughs> causing. Um, I like it. Well, of course you of. do. But <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so we're, we're, we've got these boxes that have been sitting by our back door, and we need to throw them away. So this morning, we're like I said, we're mm-hmm. about to go over drive across the state to, to go get the kids after um, after we go back from church. And and I picked up the box to go carry it to Jess's car. We're going to toss them away tomorrow. And I get outside and I look at the, I look at the box. And on the back corner of this box mm-hmm. is something that was not there right. when the box was initially put there. There's a snake skin hanging off the backside of this box that's <laughs> been sitting inside the house. Oh, sweet. And so, yeah. I'm, I'm, glad, you. I'm glad you think so. I'm so glad you feel that way. So I look My at- My reaction to- I look at Jess and I'm like, uh, Jess and her dad and her uncle are out there <laughs> looking at it and they're like, oh, so <laughs> oh, we peeled the skin off. That skin is still damp. Mm-hmm. This skin oh. is fresh. Like this morning, fresh. We look down, did not, was, was unaware there is a, a small hole- where the where the uh, the back door closes, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it's it's filled up now. I, I promise you that. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> a, lay, laying yeah. across the mm-hmm. width of the back door is another two foot piece of snakeskin, mm-hmm. freshly peeled. Yeah, that. I, I didn't, I, I, yeah, we picked it up, took it outside. It's, it's still very flexible. Yeah. It's, it's fresh. So if I scream during this podcast episode, <laughs> it is because <laughs> this nope rope, we don't know where it is. We don't know if it's outside. Now mm-hmm. the skin looked like it was, it looked like it crawled up in the hole and it looks like it was going back outside maybe to get some sun or whatever to dry off from where he shed his skin. I hope that's the I case. I hope that's the case. But we mm-hmm. found a small hole in the outside of the back door that we were not aware was there. Mm-hmm. That's been filled up and, and closed. On the inside, it's been filled up and closed. I hope for our sakes tonight that <laughs> this snake is somewhere outside and living the good life and not in our house. But the snake skin, <laughs> the snake skin her, her dad was... He loves to look up this type of stuff. So we think it's we think it's a small green snake. So right. not not harmful, we think. Yeah, but 
I don't, you know, here's the question. Is there or is there not a snake in the Parker household right now? Yeah, we have yes. no idea. And we can't answer that. Possibly, one, hopefully one that wasn't nesting in there, too. Dude. Ooh. <laughs> Thank, thanks okay. for that. Okay. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> just to be Thank clear. You. Just to be clear, guys, the snake has a name. His name is Tom. I no, don't think they told you that. No, this snake does not have a name. He does yes, it does. His name is Tom in honor of hey. Tom Riddle. Oh, oh, well, with someone oh, be a snake it. being named Tom, that I didn't go to Harry Potter. That goes to another part oh. of my fandom. Oh, 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 no, listen, we can't, we, we we're, can't we're, dive into this tonight. We're, we're not nope, touching nope, that. Nope, nope. <laughs> If but, y'all, but, if y'all want to know about that, listen to the Frog Brothers podcast with Craig Goldberg as he talks about. Uh, never mind. Yeah, that was a great. That was a great podcast. Craig it's Goldberg Tom Riddle. Is, yeah. I'm with Alyssa. It's Tom, Tom Riddle. Marvel right. and Riddle. Yeah. Yes. But the Frog Brothers I mean, did a podcast with Craig Goldberg from <laughs> Yes Have Some Podcast. Yeah, you know, and y'all just go down that path. Not here. Um, <laughs> she can name it Tom all she wants to. My name for it is Satan's Hand Puppet. <laughs> okay. Mine is evicted if it's if I find him. But I've t- just just Brock promised me you won't kill it with fire. I'm not, I'm not going to kill him. We're, we're going to relocate him outside because if he's a, if he's a green snake, yeah. you know he's he's friendly, no right. problem. Mm-hmm. But I'm petrified of snakes, venomous or not, and. We will relocate him outside if we find him. I have been on my hands and knees looking under the couch, in the cabinets, under the beds. I've scoured this house mm-hmm. trying to find this thing. Can't find it. So I'm assuming it's outside or at least back under the house. And now that hole is, is I'm looking at the hole right now. It is is full. It is, it is, we fixed it, closed it up. It's good. So... So so whoa, whoa, whoa. so you're you're deathly afraid of this you know snakes, but you were on your hands and knees trying to find it. Well, you <laughs> well, know, you just from would, a distance. What would have happened if you'd have found it? <laughs> oh, I didn't get close. I was just looking under with a flashlight from a few from okay. about a foot away. I'm like, no, I'm not getting close. A lot of a lot of human society's ideas have been all been done like that. You know, they're all looking for something, then they find it, then they freak out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, we were talking. You know, Brock's like, I don't know if I need to sit here at this computer and do this podcast tonight. I'm just, I am very, very leery. L- let me tell you, I am wearing my shoes for a reason right now. <laughs> I I am wearing my full shoes and my shorts, and so I'm I'm good. If I jump up, I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> if I see this thing, I'm running. But I, I've just, checked everywhere. I can't I'll find come, it. I'll come get him for you, Dad. I That's was about fine. To say, just call Alyssa. She'll come get it. Yeah, I mean, she she's into these things. She's I happy about it. She's she's actually happy about this. Oh, she well, got excited. No. I I love snakes. I love animals so much. But I like to know where they are when oh, they when so when they disappeared. Like right now, I'm a little bit antsy just because yeah. I don't like random things crawling on me, you know. But well, well, since you're back in the back of the house as we do this, just yeah, you just, keep an eye out back yeah, here. Yeah, keep okay? an eye on the floor, especially <laughs> since you're like in our bedroom. <laughs> I, I told Jess on the way to get the kids. I'm like, do we need to go to a hotel tonight? <laughs> you know, <laughs> kid you not, I was ready to go check in to Holiday Inn or something. <laughs> You know those things that you've seen like on social media when they talk about the spider being in the house and the house being on fire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I kind of had that, you know, mental picture running through my head today, too. <laughs> Just kill it with fire. And I know if it's a green snake, I sound like a complete I- pansy, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Oh, so You guys will be all right. Yeah. We'll be fine. <laughs> it's not going to do anything. 
Oh, it better so, not. Yeah. Uh, Except murder you guys in your sleep. I'm just kidding. See, I'm trying to. Oh. See, I was trying to make it better, Alyssa. Wow. <laughs> you got to understand, she's got my weird sense of humor too. But- <laughs> Excuse me. Well, there's, there's, there's the old the old home remedy of putting mothballs around your house. Well, the, the, uh, trust me, that's snakes. coming. That's, that's what coming. they said. Yeah, we we discussed that. We were just in. You know, by the time we had made this discovery, we had to get on the. We, we're like 10 minutes away from trying to get on the road to go get them. And then yeah. coming back home, <laughs> there was only that limited window to try to get get back home, get settled yeah, yeah, in yeah. for this tonight. So, yeah. yeah. It's- so, uh, for, first issue when we got back to the house was take care of that hole. <laughs> it's fixed. Yeah. It's, it, it's all <laughs> filled back in. So, it's... Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> yeah. It, the snake does not need to murder me in my sleep because I'm trying to make it to 45, which is just a few hours away. That's right. It is. I'm trying to make it to the birthday. That's right. So... A this- green snake is not going to murder you in your sleep. I don't want to wake Unless up and have a heart they attack. They found though. out that it's the wrong type of snake. Well, what what is it? There was always that that fancy uh, statistic. You know, the chances you know are very low, but never zero. <laughs> never zero. Never zero. My chance of having a heart attack if that thing wakes me up. It, Highly, hundred percent. Not a hundred thousand. Not a hundred, but it ain't far off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you guys are a source of warmth, so. I mean, but that, but then again, <laughs> no, there, there no. is no shortage of warmth around right now, so no. it's not like yeah. snakes are like that or water leaking oh. you out. Yeah, the water. Oh my god! Well, I'm trying to make it better, and I'm you're sorry. over here. Plenty of water outside. <laughs> snake can have that water. Put him a bowl of water outside. Yeah. Here you go, Roscoe. <laughs> this is for the snake. No one else eat this. I mean, or I, drink this. I try not to, you know, I try to consider our blessings and the fact that we're not in the middle of a drought. But I, I would like for the rain mm. just to please. Please stop. Just, yeah. just. Can you give us a couple of days, please? Yeah, it, you guys it, have to stop blessing the rains. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this ain't Africa. Um, <laughs> oh man, yeah, uh, I, I feel horrible for our friends out west. Uh, the the western half of the U.S., especially out around California and everything, they're just in such severe drought and wildfires and stuff. And we really hope the best for you guys. But here in Alabama, it's rained for three weeks straight every day. Downpours. Mm-hmm. Tired of it. Which I mean, honestly, in Alabama, it's pretty typical this time of year to have have twenty percent chance of rain well, yeah. every single day. Mm-hmm. But it's been like we've been hitting the twenty percent mark. I mean, I, I feel like Alabama should go buy lottery tickets. Yeah, at but this point, because it's like Alabama we're just like every day, bam, 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 every day. I'm convinced that it knows my schedule of when I am about to either walk outside from work. Or I need to leave work and I need to go to the store and there's this getting in and out of the car and going in and out of buildings. It, it's like, are you watching me? You must have a timer set on my schedule to know when, I, when I'm when i venturing outside to do something that you come a torrential downpour. Yeah. It's like Florida. When you go to Disney World in the middle of the summer, you're going to get about four or five o'clock every day, just a quick rain shower downpour. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. And it, and this month, this, these last two or three weeks have been like that here in Alabama. In yeah. some parts here in central Alabama, it is. Well, it's got to, it's got to rain to stay human, man. I mean, it's just, <sighs> yeah. And, and it, to anyone not exposed that has never been to Alabama this time of year, it is oppressively humid right now. It's yeah. very hot and it's oppressively humid. You would think that we're supposed to be a temperate zone, but it's like we're we're we're, we're uh, like subtropical temperate. Yeah. It's, yes. it's it's really it's really strange because you get this time of year and it's it, it is just 
oppressively humid. So much so that, you know, now when I ask Google, what's the temperature going to be? They're like, but because of the humidity, <laughs> it's going to be this. Like a dew wow. point of 97, something like that mm -hmm. lately. It, it's, it's ridiculous. Humidity is <laughs> off the charts. Yeah, that between that and the and the mosquitoes. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I was oh, just mosquitoes out. mosquitoes love gosh. humidity. I was just outside a few minutes ago, and I can I came back in just itching all over my legs. So mm -hmm. yeah, I took my dog out for before this for forty five seconds. Was outside for for forty five seconds. Got bit twice. Yeah. I was like, those guys just wait by the door for me. Oh, they do. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Oh. We knew this Same. was going to be a pretty banter episode. I think we're off on the right track today. Exactly. Oh, yeah, guys. <laughs> but hey, let's get to some, some, some meat and potatoes. Well, yeah. hey, meat and potatoes. All right. Stuff. Ooh, now I'm hungry. Ooh, meat mm -hmm. and taters. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go potatoes last night. We went to a place called Jubilee Joe's uh, down in Hoover. It's the first time we'd eaten there. And mm -hmm. uh, when we were in Myrtle Beach, I didn't get a chance to eat any fried gator. So this place has it, and man, it's good. Highly yeah, recommend. Jubilee Joe's, is, yeah, Jubilee Joe's is really good. Yeah, I was impressed. I had crab bisque, cheddar mashed potatoes, mm -hmm. and then uh, fried alligator. Hey. It's really good. Yeah. A little early if birthday treat for him. If we're talking about food, I want to plug a, a nice place in Chelsea. It just opened up not too long ago. It's called Chicken Fried, and these guys are absolutely amazing. It's kind of like a cross between... Um, uh, Chick-fil-A and Zaxby's, um, oh. really, re really good, simple <laughs> menu. And, um, the, the reason that I'm mentioning these guys is they have deep fried Oreos on the oh, regular man. menu. You can get them anytime you want. And if you guys know anything about Southerners, we love everything deep fried. Okay. Amen. So, Amen. Oh yeah. So <laughs> they have deep fried Oreos. If you guys have never tried deep fried Oreos, you're missing out. It's an Oreo that's that's deep fried mm -hmm. in pancake batter. And it's like, it makes it like twice as thick. And it just screams diabetes. Oh. It's just amazing. <laughs> well, that's Southern food in general. <laughs> oh, there we go. Right? <laughs> I got Brock to try a stuffed jalapeno peppers uh, did in the air fryer the other night. First time he's ever eaten a jalapeno pepper. They were good. They were not, uh, well, the first one wasn't that spicy, but the, <laughs> the second one kind of lit me. I was like, mm. <laughs> got to buy more of the really initial heat or afterburn heat for you. Afterburn. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just sat there and ate the rest of them, you know, just pop yeah. one. Watch it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I, know, I typically don't eat peppers at all for any reason whatsoever, but these, I was like, okay, I'll give them a try because of the, the cream cheese, bacon. Mm -hmm. Cheese or regular cheese. The jalapeno peppers—they were stuffed with a you know, like cream cheese and shredded cheese and garlic and onion powder and kind of mix it together. Stuff it inside the pepper, wrap some bacon around it, pop it in that air fryer. Serve some fantastic goodness there. Yep. And I fried some green tomatoes here not too long ago. So. <gasps> <laughs> when? Yeah. <laughs> you missed out. Those are my favorites. And they were all mine because your dad don't like no fried green tomatoes. I don't like tomatoes. Guys, I just ate and you're making me hungry again. <laughs> when, uh, I was going to say, we turned into the Guy Fieri edition of the Bama Geeks well, podcast. I mean, this is like a, it's like a front porch more than a podcast. We've talked weather now. <laughs> 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 this episode of Bama Geeks is brought to you from our front porch. 
Yes, we're no, the question 30 is, minutes yes. trying to tell each other bye before That's right. we get off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is. This is just one big southern goodbye right now. So, That's right. Right? But it's, oh it's a hello, which is funny. <laughs> I mean, we are talking about Loki, so we're, it's like we're starting the end of the podcast first or something. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's our front porch sitting in a rocking chair banter like we Southerners like to do. Uh, just catching up with everybody, seeing how everybody's doing. And, uh, you know, this past week has been really hectic for us geeks that love to collect toys, that love the nostalgia, the feeling of that really waste of money plastic <laughs> and space. <laughs> San Diego Comic-Con, all their stuff has been happening this week virtually. And so a lot of the toy companies, Hasbro, Mattel, Mondo, Super 7, man, they had a lot of toy reveals this week. I have no desire to recap everything because so much was released, but I want to get everybody's thoughts on what are some things that maybe you picked up? What, what caught your eye? Did you pre-order anything? I'll go out to gay. Like I said, I fell down recently into the rabbit hole of collecting wrestling figures based on like, a, of course, you know, our athletic theater. Gee, I, I wonder why you have a, yeah. a, a love to collect those things. Yeah. But. Also, it made me think, if y'all think of another name for the snake, you know, Damien would be a good choice. Would you stop? Yeah, that's been my rabbit hole. They announced a lot of cool ones. Like they've announced, like I want to say it was the late 90s, early 2000s version of The Undertaker, the ministry mm -hmm. version, which is probably mm -hmm. my favorite version of The Dead Man. I did say that. That's, that's one thing I'm looking for. But they're also like apparently... Mattel, WWE, or whoever they're doing the the like a Hollywood line where they're taking their wrestlers who are characters like they're doing a um, a, a figure of Roddy Piper. Uh, I'm trying to think. I haven't watched They Live in Forever, but his character's name is Nada. I don't know if that's the pronunciation for it or not. Mm -hmm. But they're doing his character, sunglasses and all. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, they're doing that also, but they're doing obscure stuff like the Sasquatch that was Andre the Giant from the uh, six yes. six million dollar man. Yes, you know I saw I mean? that. Like, they went for the obscure, which I was I was very happy with that. Dang. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna pick it up, but I thought that was kind of cool to see. Oh wow! And then for my other thing, my continuing the uh, the NECA turtles. Uh, they for those who didn't get a April the first go around, they're doing they're going to do a two pack with Casey and April mm -hmm. from the movie. Did they ever release pictures of that? Because I know it popped up on Walmart and only in the description. The description said it was a one fourth scale Raphael. From the 1990 movie, but then oh. at the bottom, it, the the listing itself was an April Casey two pack, and then at the bottom of the description mentioned an April Casey two pack, but in the middle was like a quarter scale raft. Yeah, let me see me pull that up. Let me look real quick. Pull I don't know if they ever released the picture. I know it sold out, and I guess to 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 be honest here with you know wife sitting just a few feet from me, I did snag that <laughs> pre order up. Walmart. <laughs> because I'm like, if this is another April figure, of course I'm going to get it. I'd like to say that I'm shocked, but I'm not yeah, shocked. She's not. I am not shocked so at all. Instead of like a San Diego Comic-Con reveal, this is more like a Brock confession time in front of Jess. <laughs> <laughs> I, You know, it just is what it is. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Boxes just show up and yeah. 
Yeah, and show up and, and get a snakeskin on the side of it. So, oh, hey, gosh. you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> right, Forrest? Oh, we just but keep like, talking so like, about it. <laughs> but this continues on. Like, uh, the thing about like seeing all these cool, like a lot of these cool exclusives, of course, are going to be Walmart. And I know I gripe about them, but here's the thing, Walmart. If you're going to keep doing this exclusive toy game, mm-hmm. like do like Target or some of these other retailers that have a specific area rather than, ju- like, rather than just stuck in your electronics department or where they decide to stock it in the actual toys. Like, I don't know. I mean, I understand Walmart, working for Walmart is not fun and you deal with people because mm-hmm. I've worked in retail. I worked in retail. I've dealt with people in retail. I I still think everyone in the world should work about a year or two in retail and the world would be a better place. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, if you're going to do this, you know, either get some associates who are, you know, at least aware of what's going on or that. But sorry. Look, well, I'm not the one who went on the Walmart rant this time. <laughs> well, this is stemming from what, how, why Look. I'm in month, what month six or seven now of being able to find it and able to find stuff that post to have. Right, um, mm-hmm. uh, sir. We are also in that same month yeah. searching for you. <laughs> I, I honestly, I think we still check whenever we go to Walmart. But we, oh, yeah. for a couple of months there, we made a conscious effort to hit every Walmart we could specifically yeah. to help you out. And oh, yeah, it was like now walk. I don't, I haven't even gone and looked. Like I've got so. Just resigned to the fact it's just not yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll come back out. NECA has been really good at, at surprising yeah, people no. with re-releases. Like there's several re-releases that nobody expected that they they pop back out with. But but yeah, did gonna... did you pre-order any of your wrestling figures? No, no, I'm I've been real bad. Like it's it's like I said. Of course, it's you know middle of the month, so a bunch of bills have hit me here. I'm trying to make sure, got to do <laughs> oh the adult God. thing and then buy stuff. You mean you have to pay bills? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> imagine being an adult and actually having to pay bills. Uh, well, you have to imagine because you're not one yet. I was just say, who do you think I you're feel... talking to? <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel so I, I, I'm bad sitting for here, y'all. I'm sitting here recording this, and I have my bill spreadsheet open in the other monitor. <laughs> you <laughs> you're making yeah, a I'm... mockery of your fun time, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very thankful for the last few years I have left before pain. Yes. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> so anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. <sorry. laughs> I tried we're to. All I, over the, we're all over the map tonight. We are. Hey, and that's the way it should be some nights. So sometimes. Well, the thing was, just, is it, it, I, I was, I was literally over talking to Brock and Brock was like, I don't have anything planned. I don't know what we're, we're just probably just going to talk. Yeah. So we're basically doing exactly what Brock was saying. Yeah. yeah. That's just it. Talking. I missed out on the, the, uh, the, uh, the red and yellow Hulk Hogan off Amazon. I was going to try to snag oh, yeah. that ultimate and, and totally missed it. It was sold up by the time I got to it. I did, and this is just speaking of the regular wrestling figures, I was able to snag when on Mattel Creations, their version, the large version of Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, nice. That's yeah, going to be a really good like figure. Like the, the, the old LJN slash G.I. Joe looking figure mm-hmm. of him. I, I was able to snag that. Very surprised I got him. What you could do since you want, they, they announced him. I know for their Elite Edition, they're doing the 2005 Hulk Hogan where he took on Mr. Shawn Michaels, which I know that would be a good a good combo <laughs> pack to get for your household. We've got the Shawn Michaels Elite figure, you mm-hmm. know, for yeah. some little lady sitting over here. Hey, I wonder who that could be. Hmm. <laughs> Definitely is not Alyssa. definitely (laughs) what did you did you snag any pre-orders whatsoever bo nope you 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 understand you you understand this is like i said i miss everything because everything that requires me to be at a computer happens when i'm at work Mm -hmm. and my work's kind of well i'm i'm in manufacturing so like i get to look at my phone and on my breaks and that's about you know ever so often Mm -hmm. so that's that's how out of it but yeah that's you know 
Mm-hmm. I'll get something. I'll get it one way or another eventually. We need to jump in on that crowdfunding Mattel's got with that WWE ring right now. Oh yeah, the retro, the retro Raw ring. That really it looks cool, and the fact they made it so much like a, a real wrestling ring. I mean, it's got it, wooden slats under the mat. It looks it looks so good, but also I'm also the purist, and I know because of their the lawsuit with the, it, with the with the pandas. I just I can't like I understand for like anything modern where they had it, but I would think for just the retro stuff like. Have the old icon. I can't do it with the the, the new one. It's that or, or the re repurposed one of the classic stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. the it same, just doesn't look right. Had the same conversation with Brock. Yep. Same exact conversation. That's Essentially, true. for this, Alyssa, for years they were the World Wrestling Federation mm-hmm. WWF. Well, they had the World Wildlife Fund, and there for years they skirted on you know not getting kind of in trouble with them. And then they had a law. Lo- basically, they had a lawsuit, mm-hmm. and then the World Wildlife Fund lost. So therefore, they dropped the no the, F the WWF the uh, yeah. World Wrestling Federation lost. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, they and, lost to the pandas, and so they yeah. dropped the F and, and included the E. So the World Wrestling yep. Entertainment now yeah. instead of Federation. And that's so. been almost twenty years now. Almost that's crazy to think. Twenty years, almost. Here I, here I am, just like literally trying to picture panda sitting in court. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's. Uh, are we gonna? <laughs> no, no, we're not venturing down the panda path. Okay. <laughs> Man. I love pandas. It's an inside Ghostbusters community. <laughs> so though. do I. You guys, you guys are the ones running oh, it there. Don't yeah. just don't. <laughs> but yeah, like there was like so that that was a whole interesting thing. It was a wild time. But yeah, like that's my only thing. Like a lot, and I want to say they can still like air stuff with that. Like there for a while, it was the point they had to blur out yeah. the logo. They would mm-hmm. anytime it, they would use the uh, say WWF, it would be muted. Mm-hmm. But then they they finally now they're like, hey, the retro stuff. We're not going to you know worry about i think they're not gonna because i mean everyone knows it now by what it was right and so it's just weird for me to see like old stuff re- rebranded with the updated wwe logo yeah i'm I'm just that's the only that's the only you know thing i have it is the problem with it like we talked about and i told brock i said i know that you can't even if they had had the wwe but it's still that's not the retro part of yeah. this whole situation yeah. so it doesn't work with that either but yeah. overall i mean it looks great that's just my own oh, no, with it too. Cool. Yeah. yeah maybe somebody will make a sticker that we can purchase and <laughs> somebody that will. might be a reason you know somebody will mm-hmm. but it's got yeah it's got the entrance way this got the led lights mm-hmm. on it the old school entrance way and then like i said it's got the wooden slats like they're little yeah, miniature it, two by fours yeah that make up. I mean, they the ring is built like an actual full size ring. It's really cool, but cool. I, I don't think I could plunk down two fifty for it. Yeah. And I honestly Ew. wish they would have chosen someone else other than Diesel. But well, Doink well, is Doink is a stretch goal. That's I have heard that too. <laughs> well, that they've shown well, it's it, mostly yeah. it's mostly now that see they've entered the whole thing like you they've got to have like like a lot of the legends have like a legends deal where like they can use their likeness that's mm-hmm. the kind mm-hmm. of the other thing so it's got to you know you got to make the performer make money and the company's got to make money on top of Mattel so right. that's that whole thing everybody got to get their piece. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Walmart, they did release like Masters of the Universe, the WWE figures. They did release another mm-hmm. set of those, and I was I jumped on there trying to get the Sergeant Slaughter WWE figure, but it was too late because we were preoccupied yesterday, so I, I missed it. But that's oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's oh. all right though. I'll I'll find them in stores. I, I've been very fortunate to find a lot of the WWE Masters of the Universe figures mm-hmm. in the stores. And as predicted, we are seeing uh, some some new Ghostbusters stuff roll out. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep, the uh the fifteen dollar Hasbro 
Proton Pack is mm-hmm. is finding its way, it found its way online. I don't know if it's in stores. I know the Proton Wand, and these are all the the smaller for the kids. Yeah, uh, role play items that that really they look really cool. They look good mm-hmm. for fifteen bucks. I mean, they they're really you, you could you could probably have a lot of fun modifying those, especially for your kids or short wives like mine. <laughs> 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 but they 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 look good. They're just like the old uh, Kenner real Ghostbusters packs that we had back in the day. Um, except that, you know, you, you, they're selling the pack shell by itself. It's selling the yeah. proton one by itself. Mm-hmm. There's a ghost whistle. Yeah. Um, yeah. type thing is, it's kind of like, um, bank maniac, uh, on Instagram. If you go look him up, he, he got one of the ghost whistles before Walmart yanked him off the website, but they actually delivered it to him. And it's more or less, you choose the, it's got a dial on it. You choose what ghost you want it to mimic. And then you stand there and like yell at it, you know, like a possum yells at its own self. And, it's, <laughs> you know, just, ah! and it'll, it'll react with a ghost sound. Okay. Now I wonder if this is something that's going to be an afterlife or this is just something like one of those zany toys they're going to put out. That's curious. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I really like it. I, I, I'm going to wind up collecting all these kids role play toys just cause they're, they're, they're cool. Well, no, they look they're cheap, yeah. but they look good. You know they're in, they're inexpensive, and I won't even get into some of the butthurt comments you see from <laughs> what from fanboys online. What oh my you... gosh, this looks like it's fifteen bucks and it's made for kids. What do you want? Exactly, exactly. The, I mean, do you mean to tell me there are disappointed Ghostbuster fans out there? Never, <laughs> never. Again, another whoa, rabbit whoa, whoa. hole. Another rabbit You're hole we can't venture down. There's negativity on the internet. <sighs> what? What? That's insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin, did you uh, did you do any any pre-orders for San Diego Comic Con? Or so my exposure to San Diego Comic Con's pre-orders was as soon as you mentioned we were going to do San Diego Comic Con pre-order reviews, I went and looked at all the pre-orders that were out there. So tonight, so yes, tonight. Um, so the answer to your question is a is a resounding no. I did not do any purchases. However, it does look like there are a lot of really cool things Mm -hmm. out this year. And I'll be looking forward to possibly seeing some of those things in your household and possibly Bo's household. That would be really cool. Well, you definitely can come over when all my stuff starts coming in. (laughs) Because I did did sit there and scour while the uh, the sales were going on. I, I did wind up getting, like I said, I got the Sergeant Slaughter from Mattel Creations. Because the packaging is like the old LJN, you know, those rubber figures, the very first wrestling figures that they ever came out with. Uh, the packaging looks like that. And it's Sergeant Slaughter. I love mm-hmm. Sergeant Slaughter. So I got that figure. And the other thing I got from Mattel Creations was the Masters of the Universe Revelation Scare Glow, the, uh, the exclusive for there. And hitting back on Walmart, uh, I was really surprised. I was able to, they released like the GI Joe retro figures, two of those figures, stalker and Cobra trooper. Jess had already found for me like Mm -hmm. a month ago in the stores. So she, she grabbed those two for me and they had two more. And off the top of my head, I can't remember their names. I know one was Cobra officer. The other one, I I cannot remember. Uh, And I'm not, not looking it up right now, but, but was able to get those two figures. And they also released the Cobra Hiss Tank 3. And I was able to snag that. And that actually showed up from Walmart today on mm-hmm. a Sunday. 
we got home from church and it's sitting there and I'm like, whoa. And so open it up and it's a new Cobra His tank with uh, the Rippet figure, the Cobra driver. So I've got that that I'm going to put together soon because I do open most of my toys because. I mean, <laughs> Blasphemy. Some I do, some I don't. The yeah. scared glow from Mattel, I probably won't open because he's a cool looking figure. And I, I read where he's going to be available without the exclusive packaging and stuff. He's going to be a, a wide release. May get him. I, I only got him. I'm not collecting the, the Motu Revelations figures, but he was so cool looking. And I knew it was an exclusive through San Diego Comic-Con. So I grabbed him and was able to. But that, the G.I. Joe figures from Walmart, I grabbed. And then Target's releasing some carbonized Star Wars figures next year. Ooh. But they, they put them up for pre-order. And I am totally blanking on which figures they are. A couple of troopers. And then uh, I think one of the Mandos from uh, from Mandalorian. Uh, those went up and I was able to to grab those. And, you know, thankfully they won't take the money out for that until next year. <laughs> so that's the only reason I got away with it. I'm looking really quickly for uh, for which one. While you're thinking, I thought about there's there's something one more else I think I need. I need to pre-order. I just realized it. But uh, they're doing a the Pixar Spotlight series. They're doing one of Kevin, the bird from Up. <gasps> yeah, I, I saw like, that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. The, yeah. Up is a very, very enjoyed movie in our household. Even though uh, we're all in tears in the first five minutes, like every human being. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. same. Unless you every have a soul. Single That's right. Soul. Yeah. I, I think I may need to get that just because it's my namesake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, look, oh, look yeah. on my, if, you, if it's still up, look on MattelCreations.com. That was one of the figures that was not selling like hotcakes. So it may still be yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Here it is. As, as of right now. But um, the the three figures from Target that you could get, uh, the Carbonized Collection, the, the Shore Trooper, and then Paz Visla and a scout trooper. So grab those and those will be out next year, which is nice. I think next May, I believe. And I don't think anything else from target. I don't think I got anything else from target, but the, the big one that I did pre-order and am so happy. I was able to snag it is the Danka turtles. What was the, the the accessory? You know, this is so bad. I, I do zero show prep, apparently. <laughs> it's the Catwoman from Channel 6. It's April yeah. as, as the Catwoman, and mm-hmm. Irma's there, and Vernon, and then the boss, whose name I can't remember at the, at the moment. But uh, uh, Burns, Burn, 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 something like that. Burn. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a four-pack of those. But it's also got, and the reason I got it was because a it's April, not regular April. It's it's a Catwoman April. They didn't include a, mm-hmm. they, they didn't include, and a lot of people are complaining about this online. They did not include like a regular human head for her, but it wouldn't match the rest of the body because yeah. she's got her claws and she's got you know she's got darker fur skin, mm-hmm. so it it wouldn't have matched. So why put a human head on that? Yeah. So, <laughs> so that accessory set is phenomenal it, it it comes with like two studio television cameras lights the whole oh, shebang nice. like the background you can display it against is the newsroom set me being mm-hmm. a former tv reporter i'm like gotta have it <laughs> have to have that set so thankfully uh neca's website kind of off and on again as far as functionality and so it, it took a little bit longer for those to sell out, but it also came with an accessory kit of like a press badge 
and then a poster that sh- uh, like an 11 by 17 poster of the news building and a couple of other things. Like I said, I'm horrible at show prep. Was there a t-shirt in that pack too? Yes, there was a t-shirt and I accidentally <gasps> got the large. Oh, guess who's getting the t-shirt. Exactly. <laughs> I, I reap some benefit out of it. I mean, I love the figures too. And you know, him collecting is just, just the same as me collecting, so, you know, mm-hmm. same collective household. And I think, I think it yes. came, came with a patch, channel six patch. I yeah. think, I think that's what it came with. Could be mistaken. I'm not doing show prep. I'm not looking at that. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. not really prep if we're if we're already. Look, Missy. <laughs> I love no, you. I love you too. No, you, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, this is. It's been a day. It's been a snaky day. Yeah, it's okay. So, yeah, I think those are the only things I, I grabbed for uh, for the SDCC uh, exclusives. I didn't want to go too far into into territory with that I'm, I'm, lo- I'm doing one last look no those are the only things i got so i did i didn't put us too far into the hole <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm just gonna say brock when you get to the point where you can't remember what you bought yeah here's might have a problem here's where you're mistaken i don't remember what i say two hours ago well this is true facts. yeah yeah <laughs> Exactly. Like a puppy every day is the first day. Exactly. I get up every morning and chase my tail because I don't know what it is. You know, he's just lucky he has me for certain situations to oh, you know, it's be amazing. his memory. It's amazing. <laughs> and me to remind him of the random things he said 13 years ago that he definitely does not remember. Yeah. yeah. There's my claim to fame. It's man, your memory's bad. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> on a lot of things it is bad i can remember a lot of things but short-term memory is, is not my my strong suit these days so anyway we spent an awful lot of time on the toys and you know th- those going to be trickling in over the the next few months which will be great um hopefully by then we'll have a better storage space at the house fingers so. crossed what's that fingers crossed oh yes yep so anyway we we brought up talking about some of the masters of the universe figures and stuff that, that were released specifically the scare glow, which is from masters of the universe revelations, which just premiered this past week on Netflix. Kevin's watched the first episode. I've watched them all, both seen the trailer, not going to spoil anything. Mm -hmm. And I just don't, I want to do a quick hit on this. The animation style. I'm not really one for animated shows these days as, as I've gotten older, uh, it's hard for me to sit down. I've tried to start watching the Clone Wars and got to the first couple of episodes and it was like, I, I'm going to power through it. I'm eventually going to get through the Clone Wars, but I just can't. For some reason, my brain doesn't do well with animated shows. That being said, like when Into the Spider-Verse came out with Spider-Man, mm-hmm. the animation took me a moment because it was kind of a herky-jerky type of animation. It wasn't fluid, and that was kind of bugging me. But then after you get into a few minutes of that movie, the way that the story mm-hmm. went, the story took over everything, and I fell in love with that movie. Yeah. Same thing for me for Masters of the Universe Revelation. The The animation is not the smoothest. It's a little. It's more of kind of an anime-type feel to it, but it's so beautifully done, and the story was very good, in my opinion. And this is only part one. They've only got five episodes out right now. 
apparently it's good. There's going to be a part two mm-hmm. and they set up part two beautifully. I'm, I'm excited about part two because it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just because of how they set it up. No spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the voice actors they got for this, I'm not mm-hmm. familiar with the guy who does he man, Prince Adam, not familiar with him, but like Tila is Sarah Michelle Geller. Yes. All day. Uh, Alan Oppenheimer, uh, who is the original Skeletor. He's in there as Moss Man, which is really cool. Uh, Skeletor, of course, the legendary man himself, Mark Hamill. Perfect. Whoop, whoop. Yep. And Cringer is Stephen Root. You know, <laughs> Milton from uh, from Office Space. Jimmy James from News Radio. I love Stephen Root. Yeah. So he's in there as, as Cringer. He, he's really good. Cringer is a good mm-hmm. character. Don't forget about, you know, Bill, King of the Hill. He's legendary, legendary mm-hmm. actor, voice actor, fantastic guy. I did not realize he was in it, but Kevin Conroy, Batman, he was, oh, just help me. He was Merman, wasn't he? He was Merman. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, when Merman popped on the screen, I'm like, that voice is familiar. <laughs> and then in the, in the after show episode that they did on Netflix, <laughs> talking to all the voice actors, it's Kevin Conroy. He's he's like, you know, they stuck me with some guy named Mark Hamill. I <laughs> he's got some never work. done anything with him before. Yeah, who's, who's this he? guy? Yeah, it's only Batman and the Joker from Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> you know, so absolutely fantastic voice cast. Oh, you're uh, you also need to talk about Man at Arms too. <gasps> How did I forget Man at Arms? Oh I, my goodness! I'm your memory. I help you with these See? things. I'm helping to guide See? you along. You're you're witnessing this in real time. Merman. I mean, not Merman. Uh, oh, he was no blank. Yeah, Dun- he was Duncan. Man at Arms. It, it's oh oh. Before we get before we jump to him. Uh huh. Lena Headey. Yes. Who is Cersei from Game of Thrones? I bring her up first. She's evil in. Mm-hmm. I bring her up first because also from Game of Thrones is Liam Cunningham doing Duncan Man at Arms. Mm-hmm. He is Sir Davos, my number one character on Game of Thrones. <laughs> Sir Davos. I would I'd follow that man into battle and he'd probably tell me not to. Now correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> that was the only Game of Thrones pop that you got, right? Yes. Was yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah, and I if we buy a Funko Pop, it's got to be something we really love, like yeah. the Inspector Gadget stuff was, the, I think, the most recent. Of course, we're buying select figures of The Office, the mm-hmm. main cast. But we really don't do Funko Pops anymore. And the last two seasons of Game of Thrones <laughs> was so bad <laughs> that I have given up well. on that show completely. But but the only pop I, I bought from from Game of Thrones was, was Sir Davos. That man... I, I can listen to him all day. Yes. I love him. I, okay, I, back I, up a second. Yeah. Specifically, season eight was horrible. I didn't like season like, seven either. Season <laughs> seven, I think it was still pretty good. This is season eight is when the, the, the showrunners just decided, eh, we're done. We want to go and do Star Wars. And then they wound up not doing <laughs> Star Wars. So <laughs> Probably because of season eight. <laughs> Probably because of season eight. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Sir Davos, Liam Cunningham as Man mm-hmm. at Arms, Duncan. I'll, I'll sit down and listen to that man read whatever boring pill bottle prescription <laughs> all day. Well, you know, I, I was the silly person that Brock had to correct when I mentioned. I was like, 
And it was awesome that they cast Liam Neeson to do that voice. <laughs> <laughs> and, I was, and he was like, that's not Liam Neeson. That's Sir Davos. And I was like, well, he sounds like Liam Neeson. Yeah. <laughs> His name's Liam. <laughs> it's all, it's, I guess it's a Liam thing, I guess. I guess so. Skeletor, yeah. I will. I'm sitting here looking on IMDb. And I will kill you. Sitting looking at IMDb, and I see there's two, well, one voice actor I know of, I'm very curious, is Kevin Michael Richardson being Beastman. He was the version of Shredder in the last uh, 2012 Turtles, and he was really good. So that's very, I'm curious, is Beastman. Mm-hmm. And I also see that Henry Rollins is Triclops. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. Ah, that's yes. incredible. <laughs> yes, he is so good. Tri- uh, Tri- right. Triclops has a, has a has a pretty good pretty good role in in, in yeah. the show so far. And I, I didn't I didn't realize that was Henry Rollins until they did the after show, and I'm like, oh my gosh! Yeah, he's done at- a lot of voice acting here recently. Like I know he was in the uh, the uh, Legend of Korra Avatar series, and he did a really good job in that little bit of there. So I'm ch- dudes, but he's got a he, he, when uh, is it like when you know it, you're like that's Henry Rollins instantly yeah. as soon as you hear him talk. Yeah. yeah once when, once I learned it was Henry Rollins, I'm like, well, yeah. no wonder this Triclops sounds so good. <laughs> yeah. And then Jason Mewes was also Stinkor. Well, of course, Jason Mewes is going to be. <laughs> yeah. Of course, he's going to be tied into yeah, this too because Kevin Smith's uh, doing it. Stinkor yeah. was great. Uh, Stinkor, it, he was not into the whole lot. But granted, mm-hmm. they're only five episodes. They're, they're less than 30 minutes apiece. Yeah. But Stinkor, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think Jason Mewes was the perfect person to pull off that part because he's funny. Oh, yeah. Do you, you still got that uh, cast list pull up there, Bo? Yes. Check out Trap Jaw. Let's see. Let me pull it down. It's got the oh, – oh, oh, even better. One of, <laughs> that, we, there's two Batman in this show now, I see. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of like a lot of good familiarities. Like I said, I'm I'm kind of like we were talking before we started recording. He Man's one of those things like I liked it for a little bit as a kid, but I think like Turtles and Ghostbusters kind of mm-hmm. like pushed it to the side, so yeah. it didn't really stick with me. But now, like I said, just looking at this, uh, the voice cast list, I may have to. May have and to they're really they're 25 minute episodes, like you said. They're really easy to get through. Very the thing easy that to got get me was the the little preview I watched was how it was not shy to embrace the over cheesy. Right. Oh, no. seem like yes, and that's that's okay. I mean, that's that's good. Well, okay, it, and you know, I've, like Brock mentioned, I've seen the first episode, and I just I marveled at the fact that everything in there, at least in the first episode, they they have this thing that happens, and you see all the the vehicles and stuff that they're in, and I'm looking at it, going, "That's an action figure. That's an action figure vehicle. <laughs> that's an action figure vehicle." And I'm I'm looking at this, and, and it's like. This is all perfect Mattel marketing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Beautiful. Well, well, see, that's the beauty of now that we have, like, our generation now is making TV shows and mm-hmm. producing stuff. We're like, you know, hey, this thing I obsessed with for, you know, I mean, years and years ago as a kid. Now I can put it in the show I love. That's say what mm-hmm. you will about reboots and rehashes. But, hey, you know, that's, you know, allows people to get their dreams come true. But, look, one of the bad guys, and I forget, I'm sure he was a notable character, but I, I will be admit that He-Man wasn't that big for me when I was a kid. So I'm like, one of these guys was riding around in this vehicle that has like this big hammer thing on it. That's like, <laughs> a, like a club. And he just like slams it down onto He-Man. And I'm like, <laughs> this is like, I'm back being a kid again. Mm-hmm. I could, I could so imagine like having the vehicle with the, with the character in it with mm-hmm. He-Man. Well, in my case, it would probably be like a Ninja Turtle or something, but like <laughs> slamming it down onto the, the character and then acting all of it out. I when I was watching the first episode, I was like, I kind of feel like a new generation could be exposed to what we did mm-hmm. yeah. um, with with playing with toys mm-hmm. from this. 
Yeah, and when they show, I mean, it was is in the is in the trailer. This is no no surprise, but when they show Eternia, mm-hmm. it looks just like the old Eternia playset. It's right out of it, and you know, naturally being He Man, you know, with Castle Grayskull, you're going to see Snake Mountain, and there is a feature in Snake Mountain, the playset that is evident in the cart that plays a role in the <laughs> cartoon. And I was like, well, that's oh, that's cool. perfect. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I never had Castle Grayskull as a kid. You know, we've talked in previous episodes. I have it now, thanks to Jess. But I had Snake Mountain. Mm-hmm. And I'm just hoping somewhere in this series that they're going to show Snake Mountain where you can take the wolf's head off of Snake Mountain and talk into <laughs> it like a microphone. <laughs> just like the original toy. <laughs> but yeah, the, the the one little feature that they that they show for Snake Mountain, perfect to the toy. Yeah. So I, I'm not the world's biggest Kevin Smith fan because he's a little bit more you know, crude for my taste, but what he's done with this show, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Looks good. I I'm a fan. I know again, internet outrage right. about the story. Mm-hmm. Just ignore them. It's a good show. I, I didn't even know Kevin Smith was involved. It's what, what is it? He's the this, creator. This is his show. He's the showrunner. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He pitched this to Mattel and to Netflix. This is his baby. Okay, now the the reference to Jason Mewes now makes sense because yeah. I wasn't quite I wasn't quite picking up on what you guys were talking about earlier. Now you see, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes wonder, that makes all the sense in the world. Wonders means that he's going to try to get a pitch to get some of his famous you know players from his stuff. You know, maybe he's sneaking Affleck or you know a you couple other know. folks in there. Yeah. Dante and Randall, you know. <laughs> Which is funny is speaking to him. Uh, like maybe think I'm sorry, this is not the off track, but I had my feeling old moment of the day. But like realized that this year, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back the movie turned 20 years. It's been old. that long. Wow. Yes. Oh. Sorry, I had that. That like I've, I've been listening to music in between you know driving to work and something from the soundtrack popped up, and mm-hmm. I always like to look and be like, oh hey, when did this come out? 20 years ago. Oh. So, yeah. Snoochie hmm. Boochies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alyssa, you're not allowed to watch it. Um, I... <laughs> well, and you you know, for a while there, I don't know what usurped it, but for a while there, that movie held the record for the most cursing in any movie like not ever surprised. made. Yeah, yeah not surprised. It, it inhaled it for a little while before something else came along, and I don't know what it what it was surpassed it, but whatever it was had to have been really bad. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of it yeah. in that movie. Tarantino, maybe something. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm maybe, not sure. Maybe something Quentin Tarantino, maybe. Yeah, but Tarantino's movies are. Good. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. I derail the podcast. That's my. That's all good. <laughs> hey, this is a this is a front porch banter episode. That's right. <laughs> We're gonna have a, volume one. This is the first of many, guaranteed. <laughs> anyway, about the weather. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You see that boy over there? Hope his father whooped him good. Um, <laughs> so, Mochi Revelations, check it out on Netflix. Can't recommend it enough. Yeah. L- love the animation style, even though it's not my animation style. It's still good. Uh, the story's been good so far. Part one ends in a way that has never been done before. Yeah. It's good, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, in the Masters of the Universe realm. So uh, while while Jess and I were, well, while I was watching Masters of the Universe, Kevin and Bo, they uh, they snuck in a movie that uh, Jess and I probably will not see, and that is Space Jam, The New Legacy, A New Legacy, something like that, whatever. Yeah, Space Jam, A New Legacy, yes. Yeah, Le- LeBron's, LeBron's turned to jam. Um, <laughs> I never saw the original one, and it was just, it, it that came out in 96, 
And mm -hmm. I was in the middle of the Air Force getting ready to go overseas mm -hmm. at that time. So I, I did not pay that close attention to it. And I just have never seen it. And I, it's not been on purpose. I just haven't gotten around to it. So I need I need mm -hmm. to. But what did you guys think about uh, Space Jam? So going back, I saw the original because round. I'm not gonna lie, like uh, I I watched like basketball. I love '90s basketball. Like mm -hmm. to me, that's it's the peak of its the, the NBA was that era. There. So I mean, that's just because that's you know me looking through my glasses. I watched when I was then, but that could be another whole topic. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we saw it at our there's a drive-in uh, about 45 minutes from where we live, and uh, we went and uh, like I said, that's how we did it. So. I need to go back and we have HBO Max. So now that I've actually saw it at the theater, because I'm still very old school, like I want to see it at the theater first. I don't know. That's just me. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. Like, overall, let me just, uh, I'll, I'll try to do my nutshell and then we can probably add to me where the first movie was more about the Looney Tunes needing Jordan's help. This movie is more about LeBron needing the Tunes help. They kind of help each other. But to me, the movie was more focused on LeBron mm -hmm. and then they added the characters in. That's just me in general. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But overall, it really essentially this movie is first 10 15 minutes was kind of eh because they were more doing all set up then once they got the tunes involved and then warner brothers was like hey look at all this cool stuff we own yes is, yeah. is they because essentially the base of this is uh break it down uh it's lebron and his son one of his young, youngest sons he's big into video games rather than basketball where lebron wants him to be into basketball and apply himself he's being that you know that dad wants his prodigy son to do better than him and more rather than letting his son be himself mm -hmm. he's kind of that then in turn lebron let's, well, let's say we're spoilers here if anybody wants spoilers i didn't think about that but for anybody listening so a little spoiler warning but there it is yeah. spoiler warning <laughs> uh essentially uh it, it it winds down that the uh, warner brothers has an algorithm which is played by don Cheadle. Which was another thing that brought me up is all this world is where all these movies and stuff exist, but nobody thought to mention that maybe the algorithm looks like Don Cheadle. So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, essentially, uh, Don Cheadle is wanting to use LeBron's image, uh, his character, his AI wants to be the the king, which is uh, LeBron's nickname, mm -hmm. King James. He wants to be the big king of everything. Like uh, everybody associates him with the greatness. And essentially, it kind of rolls into like the original Space Jam, where he's got to play a basketball game. If the algorithm wins, he owns uh, LeBron James, and mm -hmm. he can kind of pick and choose everything, or vice versa. LeBron James is playing for his freedom and his son's freedom because essentially the algorithm has tricked his son to help him. Okay, is that a, is that a good kind of a, a nutshell? Kind of what's going on, Kev? Yes, I think overall the the one where. You know the original where we had Michael mm -hmm. Jordan. We it was it was helped along by the fact that Michael Jordan was playing baseball when it came out. Yeah, he was still in baseball. Um, so you know in the original movie, and you don't do spoilers for this because, like you said, Brock, this came out in 1996. Mm -hmm. Everyone yeah. should have seen this by now, um, except me. Except Brock. even I've right. seen it. Right, but it, I mean, wow. he was playing baseball. So we <laughs> see, you know, Michael Jordan has you know quote unquote lost his way. And he doesn't feel the magic of basketball anymore. Mm -hmm. And then the whole tune thing helps him relive it and uh, you know bring it back. And this kind of like echoing what Bo said. This was kind of like Warner Brothers CV. You know, it was, it, it was there like here's our portfolio. And by the way, we're as big or bigger than Disney. <laughs> so you know, yeah, you guys focus on Disney, but look at all the cool stuff we have. And they were so overt about it, mm -hmm. like. That they had a they had a point toward the, the end of the movie where they're actually 
playing this this basketball game that Bo was talking about. Mm-hmm. And you see, you can just pause. Like if you, you know, Bo wasn't able to do it yeah. because he was at the he was actually at the theater. But I was like, <laughs> I was here watching it and I was pausing it, and you could pick out so many movies. Well, I was yeah. picking a bunch out though, like the, some of the obscure stuff. But like the the thing about when we go back, one thing I did like that they did was uh. I was scared they were going to do is when they did do the animation version of the Toon Squad because the Toon Squad goes from like anim- traditional animation to they do like a 3D mm-hmm. realistic style. The thing about it is when the to- the tunes are like their animated versions, they're not the more modernized what they call that Cali art style that's very popular with everything. Mm-hmm. They're kind of more cartoon characterized. Of course, it's computer animated, but they look more like the traditional animated Looney Tunes. Yes, which that that made me very happy. That's one thing I did like. I was kind of dreading. I was like, eh, "Don't do it," but then they did that. But like the cool thing about it was like each each of the Looney Tunes characters get their own kind of little reintroduction because essentially somehow the algorithm has made all the other Looney Tunes get stuck out in space and uh, and whatever, and they have to and Bugs and LeBron have to go and recover because yeah. they're assembling a team. Yeah, but like, and Bugs is the only one who stays yeah. in in Looney Tunes land on their planet. Mm-hmm. But while they're flexing all this stuff Warner Brothers does their own, they do like a really good job. Like when they go to recruit Daffy and Porky, they are on the DC world. And this mm-hmm. is one thing you'll appreciate, Brock. When they go, they're in Metropolis. But the like the animation style they choose to do for Metropolis is like the Bruce Timm. Batman Tim, Beyond. At the, 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 this is the Bruce Timm, uh, Batman, Superman animated oh. series style. Like the version yes. of Superman with the big chin and the small eyes. Like Super that's, nice. Yeah. Nice. He, yeah. he, Superman, Superman and them are not in it much. Because mm-hmm. I guess they're kind of like, you know, they, they, they did it, <laughs> but they didn't. But they did well, that. But, but, they, but they didn't put, they put them in at the very end. It's just kind of like, you done messed up. Yeah, yeah, they didn't exactly. want them to take over. That they wanted to. The cool thing about the way they directed this and they did it was they wanted us to figure out what land they were in. Yeah, like they, they kind of led us on. They're like, oh, obviously this is the superhero land. It's just the same as the uh, the introduction of um, Wally Coyote because oh Wally Coyote was that might in, be the best one. Might be the best. It was one. my favorite because I mean, <laughs> and this this was the most got, got the most uproar on the internet because people thought it was too racy. That they actually put Wally Coyote in Mad Max Fury Road. He came, <laughs> he came out and he was he was one of the war boys. He did the whole spray oh, thing on, yes, his, on his, his teeth and did the witness me thing. And he but instead of <laughs> yeah, oh, but, but, he, but, but he had he had a fork and a knife and he was going after Roadrunner oh, instead. And it was the greatest thing. And it and I I literally had to pause it. And just I, I about rolled on the floor. Yeah, like, that, like oh, literally, great. it that was the was, greatest thing. That one was really good. Like I said, probably of all their introductions. So they also did one for uh, Granny from uh, you know the Tweety and Sylvester. Mm-hmm. Well, no, there was a couple that got me good uproars, and they reminded me that uh, Warner Brothers owned other studios. I forgot they owned like the Matrix. Like, well, the Matrix, I knew they did. <laughs> they, that's how they introduced Granny. But how they did Elmer Fudd was, uh, you know, the uh, the iconic scene from uh, uh, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, when they introduced Mini Me. Mm-hmm. Well, Elmer Fudd was mini me. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> oh, wow, that is hilarious. <laughs> they, they, Warner Brothers was really, really leaning on their pro, their, on their on their portfolio with this, like, yeah. like, yeah, like massively. But the way that they did it, it wasn't like they were. I mean, yeah, it was obviously they were flexing, but they yeah. made it right. Like, yeah, like, like they were. It's in character. It mm-hmm. fit. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, like it, me and Kevin are big fans of Rick and Morty. 
Well, yes. Rick and Morty was the people who uh, uh, who uh, brought them back to Tasmanian Devil, and just and, and the crazy thing about Rick and Morty, they they may poke fun at selling out, but like the way they they presented themselves, it was in character enough that it was very well done. And they were only in there for like half a second, and they were like, but it was great. He's he, like, he's yours now, and then yeah. and they just dropped him off, and 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 that was how we got Tasmanian Devil. I mean, his intro was like half a second. Okay. It was amazing. Hmm. But like going back now, we say after they've assembled everybody at the end for the game, this is what me and Kevin talk about. Like I'm trying to think the obscure ones I need to pick out. The most obscure thing that I saw was the animated form they did the, Her- the Herculoids. That was the most obscure one that I was able to see. The Herculoids. Oh, the Herculoids. Yeah, the, yes. the Animaniacs were there. You can see them in the background. I love see the Animaniacs. Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. But they like used- when they had the when they had the live action versions of the characters, they mm-hmm. were kind of like very Halloween costume, which I understand that was to kind of keep their IP lawyers having to deal with uh, mm-hmm. paying likeness rights because mm-hmm. like Batman, Catwoman, and Robin are at the side of the game, but it's like sixty six Batman. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's it's very it's very interesting, but overall, but yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm all over the place yeah. with this. I'm just <laughs> how my brain works. The 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 thing that we were that Bo and I were talking about in our pre show was. Um, you know, Don Cheadle is an amazing actor, but mm-hmm. he, in my opinion, he felt a bit out of place in this. Like he was, he, I, I get it. The, the idea was that he needed to overact a little bit because he was AI and he was like trying to take over the world, but he kind of, I, I don't know if he quite hit the mark on that. Whereas LeBron, if you compare him to how Michael Jordan acted, Michael Jordan just did not do a good job at all. I mean, he, he was, it was serviceable, mm-hmm. but, but LeBron, he kind of felt like he'd been acting a while. I mean, he 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 did a pretty darn good job in this yeah. movie. That's the other thing, also with this being kind of a sequel slash not being a sequel. It is it is very meta, and like Bugs makes aware of you know he's like, oh, there's this life threatening situation where we have to play a basketball game to get ourselves alpha. This mm-hmm. sounds oddly familiar. <laughs> so like you know, well, I bet y'all didn't know no. that there is an Alabama tie to the Space oh. Jam movie. Sonequa Martin Green. Plays mm-hmm. the wife, I believe, in oh, this yes. movie. She was born in Russellville. She graduated from the University of Alabama, mm-hmm. and uh, she is uh, she Sasha from The Walking Dead. She's currently Michael Burnham in Star Trek Discovery. Yes. yes. So yes. there's our if we have an Alabama tie to throw in here to our podcast. There you go. Oh, I cannot wait to beat her and talk I, to her uh, about. I, Oh, some real well, she's not the only Walking Dead actor in that movie. Uh, Steven Yeun, I can't I, I play Glenn. Seven he's awesome he in really? that movie. Oh. He's, he's a small part, but okay. he's in it. I was like, okay, well, this is you know, some Walking Dead folks. And there is somewhat of an Alabama tie to the first Space Jam movie with Michael Jordan and the mm-hmm. baseball, and he played baseball yeah. here for the Barons. So, you know, yeah. both Birmingham of them. Well, and, it, and that was actually, if I'm not mistaken, I, I, granted, I could be wrong on this. You guys tell me if I am, but I think when they did the filming for the movie, it was actually at the Huntsville Star Stadium. I don't know if it was at the Birmingham Barons Stadium. I think I you're, cor- I think you're yeah. you may be right on that. Yeah. Because so. the Huntsville Stars was a minor league team mm-hmm. then. I don't think they are now, but yeah. I think when back, because that, that was one of the things was uh, they were actually at a uh, Barons and Stars game. And I think it was actually filmed at the Huntsville Star Stadium. Okay. Again, correct me if I'm wrong, but. I, I, I got to bring this up because we're talking about the Huntsville baseball. Mm-hmm. Huntsville um, Stars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let me find this really quickly. I only know the Huntsville Stars because I was I actually went to one of those games um, where he was playing. So I got to see Michael Jordan. Yeah, I did too. I saw, <laughs> it was I amazing. Yeah. Did you go to the Barons? I never got a chance to go see him when he was Barons. Well, I mean, he was, in the, he was on the Barons, but they were playing the Stars. Yeah. Oh. So I was. I, I went to the Huntsville Stars Stadium. Wow. 
Okay, so this past week, the Cleveland Indians announced they're they're changing their name, Major League Baseball, yeah. to the mm-hmm. Cleveland Guardians, <laughs> and that caught the attention of James Gunn. He said, if their logo isn't yeah. a raccoon with a machine gun, I'm going to be bummed. Oh, man. And then Huntsville, the Rocket City Trash Pandas, repl- uh, replied to James Gunn and said, <laughs> how about a raccoon in a trash can spaceship? And then James Gunn replied to the Huntsville team, that is a gigantic step up. Yes. Fantastic! <laughs> oh, that is awesome. I love that. Uh, so yeah, our, our Huntsville baseball team having some fun with the with James Gunn and the the Cleveland Guardians. Soon. <laughs> well, um, so far as the the the, the new Space Jam's movie, continuing our discussion a little bit, yeah, yeah. The, the the one thing that we haven't mentioned yet is the introduction of Lola Bunny. Oh yeah. That like, was one of the best things ever. Best I mean, thing. Well, like, well, like the cool thing about Lola, Lola was like I want to say she pretty much was introduced in the original Space Jam. I could be mm-hmm. wrong. Am I right? I think you're right. Yeah, she was in it. Yeah, so yeah, she, she was like, a huge character in the in the yeah. first one. Yeah, yeah I think that's where yeah, she was she introduced. Is, yeah, she is also like she's also the actual like athlete of the tunes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like her. And I, I need to look. I didn't look on IMDb to see, but essentially she is doing the Amazon trial from the uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. Their opening sequence of Lola's trying to be a Amazonian warrior and actually <laughs> succeeds. So that's, yeah, yeah. It was, it was actually wanna, really cool. I need to look here real quick. Cause mm-hmm. I want to say that sounded like Gal Gaudo doing her being, her, being uh, Diana, but I could be wrong. It really did uh, big time. Yeah. But, but Zen- I mean, you know, there, there was, uh, there was a, a lot of fan back. Uh, there were a lot of internet articles that were on just how they changed the way Lola looked and, and yeah. basically desexualized her and, and, it made her look more normal. She looks great. I, I, yeah, I'd she's say she's a bunny. She, it, I mean, she's a bunny. She looks yeah. great. Um, uh, the only thing, I don't think Bugs hits on her in this one as yeah. much. So it's a, it's a, it's a little more straightforward, and she's a little more empowering in this one. Yeah, so. yeah, no, that's yeah, that's a cool yeah, that's that's a cool thing about it. the only thing I was like they didn't go with the same voice actress, Kath Source. They I think they she recorded lines for it, but some reason why I guess they wanted more. Actor voice recognizing, so they got Zen. I, I always mess with Zendaya. Her name's Zendaya. Zendaya. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure exactly, but she did. They did a this wonderful is, job. This like, is your generation uh, type stuff, Alyssa. Yeah. yeah, this is that's Zendaya. Zendaya. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> I love Zendaya. Yeah, well, very cool. But like overall, like I enjoyed the movie. Like I said, I've seen a bunch of people like whine and cry, like, "Oh, this is terrible." Terrible. Like, people don't do fun. that, Bo. What are you talking about? And it's, my six-year-old son, this was, you know, he's watched the old Space Jam. He liked it. But then he watched this one, and he absolutely loved it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, their intended audience is young kids. So, you know. Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, uh, odds are you're going it, to – it's just like Space Jam. You know, it's got nostalgia for us because, you know, it was when we were teenagers or, you know, you know early 20s, depending on how old you are. Um, you know, when we were teens, this was, was this was a big deal for us. Um and this, I can see this being the same for this generation, um, because it's got so much to it. And there, it's like an onion. There's just like every time you, you watch it, I've, I've I've seen it twice now. Every time you watch it, you notice new stuff. So, well, I guess, I, yeah, I feel like anything with like a legacy sequel to, or a reboot, anything, take a chance, enjoy it for what it is and not what it isn't, and you will have a heck of a good time watching it. All right. So, although I will say it doesn't have Bill Murray in it, unfortunately. Well, so. that is one thing I was like, I was like, man, where's where's our Bill Murray s cameo? But you know, Why? and the thing is, is, is Bill Murray in the original film 
he was kind of shoehorned in there anyway. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I mean, it could have been fine without him. And it was kind of like Bill Murray had his own story in the original. So, you know, it, it was. Well, didn't Reitman help produce the original movie? I think that might be why he was like, I'm sure he was like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put Bill Murray in that. You know, that yeah, what's he doing? He'll, he'll show up on set today. <laughs> well, I mean, he is a big Chicago sports fan. I know he's a big fan of the, of the bear, of the, um, of the Cubs and the, and the Bulls. So I'm sure mm-hmm. that helps some, but you know. Yeah. yeah. What were you saying? Jess? And he got to hang out with Michael Jordan. So, you know. I just saw you get the flashlight looking under the computer desk there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving my feet around and they're making sure I'm not stepping on nope rope. <laughs> Tom, his name is Tom. Nope rope. <laughs> Tom so, the nope rope. So far, so no. It sounds sn- like a good kid children's TV show. Tom the nope rope. <laughs> so far, no sighting of a snake during the podcast. We're Woo! good. I'm All ha- right. Haven't screamed okay, yet. Okay, to make, to make sure I don't want to be incorrect, I was wrong. Actually, the voice of uh, Wonder Woman was Rosario Dawson. So, hmm. Okay. Oh, interesting. It, really? Nice. Yeah. This is IMDb in it. So. All right. So it was uh, Ahsoka Tano was the, the, the voice of. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, let's throw it back to an older movie, just like we did with the first Space Jam. Uh, Dumb and Dumber. If you guys <laughs> remember, and everybody who knows this movie knows the scene where they sell off, you know, uh, Lloyd goes and sells off the, the <laughs> Mutt Cuts van to, to fund a little uh, trip to Aspen on the on a little mini bike. Kevin brought this up in the last episode, and we watched it right before we started recording, where two guys from Common Tread XP, I guess that's their, their name, they rebuilt the mini bike, a, a similar version of the mini bike, and they actually did a road trip from Nebraska down to Aspen, which Dumb and Dumber, they, their version of Aspen was filmed in Breckenridge, Colorado. Nonetheless, they wanted to take the real road trip from Nebraska to Aspen. That had to be one of the best and most inventive things I've seen. They dressed up as Harry and Lloyd. And they took it, the video is about a half hour long, and they took you on the trip and showed you what would happen, how it took seven gallons of gas to get there. And they started off only getting about 25 miles to the gallon. And they, they did something to the, to the mini bike and was actually mm-hmm. able to get it up to the 70 miles. Yeah. They had to adjust the carburetor. Yeah. Uh, cause yeah. it was, cause it, cause they were noticing as they were going, they could smell gas. So it was burning way too rich and yeah. they had to adjust the carburetor. And then they, yeah, like you said, block, they get it up to like 70. Yeah, between 60 and 70 miles yeah. per gallon on this thing. So they went through seven gallons of gas. And they, of course, they had a, a van riding behind them the whole time, filming and and uh, and making sure that they were you know taken care of. They checked into a hotel, brought the mini bike in and into the room with them. You, you mean know. snuck the mini bike in? Yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much. Yeah, yeah they said, hey, make sure we're on the ground floor. <laughs> but it was it was it really made me realize watching like every time they stopped for the night, they had to change the back tire because it was the tread was just running off it was disappearing in the course of a day because it's on this like you know what oh yeah this little bitty five pound (laughs) five five pounds of air tire that you can put on any lawnmower or anything like that which thankfully they said you know was commonly available on the trip because they had to change the tire out so often but you realize with the little breakdowns and stuff on this mini bike it's like 400 miles they drove on this thing 
two guys recreating the trip, it made me realize there is no chance that Lloyd and Harry would have been able to make this trip because they could not do all the repairs on this mini bike. <laughs> so many <laughs> things no broke down. So many things broke down. They made it, but they had to do a lot of repairs. I'm like, there's no way mm-hmm. Harry and Lloyd could have made it. Right. No way. How long did it take them to make it? To make the bike? You know, to make the trip. How the trip, long, did it how long to- was it, Kevin? It was, it was a handful of days. It was like yeah. three. Yeah. yeah. Three, three four so. days, something like that. Yeah. 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 And it was with very little breaks in between. I mean, they they stopped to rest for the night, but yeah. you know, not only were they breaking down and having to change things, it's like on the side of the road. And they, and by the way, they weren't. They were using tools that were from the van that was mm-hmm. following them, but they were they were the ones making the repairs. So yeah. it was like Harry and Lloyd having to make the repairs. It wouldn't have happened. No one helped them. Or at least no one on camera helped them to make these repairs. And so they tried to keep it as realistic as possible. So, you know, when they would make a, like literally travel all day long, they would get off and you could see them like coated in mud on the front side because they didn't have fenders. Oh, wow. And, 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 and just, and just looking exhausted. And, and it's like Brock said, there is no way those two idiots could have done this. No. <laughs> There's no way. The one thing I did like is the, the, the guy who was playing Lloyd, you know, driving the whole way when at the very end, when they made it to Aspen, he lifts up his goggles. His face is dirty, just like Jim Carrey's was. Uh, yep. But it was like legit. Cause it's like you said, no fenders, no windshield. And it's just blowing up on him. So yeah, they got that part, right? They didn't, I mean, have, the, the, they, they didn't have the snot coming out and stuck to their face. Yeah. They, they were not frozen to each other either. Were they? <laughs> no, well, no, <laughs> but the guy in the front, because there was no fenders, like Kevin said, he had the the wet spot from the rain that had popped on. Oh man! The wet spot looked like he he wet himself <laughs> in that area. He's like yeah. he's like I didn't do this. It wasn't even warm. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think when they got up there it was you know obviously it's Aspen so it was it was cold and it was you know I don't think it really wasn't snowing. There was snow on the ground, but I don't necessarily know if it was cold enough or it could have just been that you know obviously this was a movie. Um, they did that for a movie effect. And mm-hmm. the, the, the point here was it was a journey. It was actually a fairly wholesome film yeah. um, to follow. It was very interesting, very engaging. And their whole, the whole thing was to prove that someone could do it. Like the, you know, even though we came to the conclusion, these, the two idiots in the film could not have done it themselves. Some, a pair of people could have done that. They did it. They actually did it. And and did the the full trip, yep. So yeah, I yeah, mean, it's, a phenomenal film. Yeah, it, it was fun to watch. Like I said, it's about a half hour. We'll link to it on a, on our social media at Bama Geeks, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. We'll we'll link to it. And you guys can check it out. It, it's worth a watch. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. So if you have a nostalgia love for for Dumb and Dumber, the, these guys they even recreated that scene. <laughs> you know when when Lloyd drives up with the with the mini bike, they they recreated it at the mm-hmm. beginning of the video, and they did it spot on. Yeah. It was great, yeah, shot for shot. <laughs> yeah. And you guys will be impressed that the entire trip they made it with the briefcase. Yeah, they did. Oh wow, yeah. they had the briefcase the entire time. Mary Sampsonites. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was way off. Yeah. I mean, you could imagine that this guy pulls up and he's like get 70 miles per gallon on this hog <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't far off no <laughs> now i don't think they ever quite got 70 but i think he mm-hmm. said he got like 65 yeah on it, it was up in the mid 60s yeah. yeah so yeah we'll link to it you guys will enjoy it. it it's good especially like i said if you're nostalgic for for dumb and dumber 
Mm-hmm. So. Well, the last thing we, we really want to touch on, and it's been two weeks, so we don't have to go in depth with it, but just final thoughts on the season finale of Loki. Did oh, how oh my was gosh. how how were the predictions? How was Kevin's theory? Well, we did get was, the Kang, Kang the Conqueror. Well, and you know, Reagan. one of my big theories, Jessica, remember, one of my big theories was she was going to screw him over. Oh, yeah. But well, who was right? <laughs> <laughs> well, she I is. am the winner. Well, I don't think he was technically, he is not Kane. He is, he was what right, he would remain. He was he's a very what, what do they call it? The, um, the archivist. I think that's what they call him in the comics. Well, that, and he looks it, nothing like Amortius or something like that. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something, yeah. yeah. So basically, Marvel has set us up to where they're like, you know, as long as this guy decides he wants to, to do this character, we can say, this is Kang number one. Right. This is Kang number right. two. This is Kang when he was an alligator. This is Kang when he was... <laughs> they could just keep doing Kangs all day because we get to the end of the episode and we realize that, you know, Loki has been sent to a reality where Kang has now just been like, yeah. I'm the dude in charge. There yeah. were no three. This is the way it's going to be. And I think the reason they did that was because that's a reality and the setup that we're going to concentrate on for the rest of the MCU is that, mm-hmm. okay, King's now a thing. Yeah. This takes yeah. us into the next phase. The whole mm-hmm. multiverse is opened up now. The, w- one I've... of the big theories that, that I heard was in the episode, there's a point at which this character, Kang, we're just calling him Kang for, for, for simplification. He gets to a point where he no longer knows what's going on. Like he just gets to a, a like a point where now everything that's been written, he has no clue and he admits it. Mm-hmm. There's a theory online that that was the point in which Wanda got her powers. Yeah, there, like, there's hmm. been some fan comparison videos like mm-hmm. where, which to me, like to me, I think if it would be a point in Wanda, it wouldn't be when she became the actual Scarlet Witch. To me, it would be when she opened the book and started uh-huh. venturing to find her, yeah. her her children that exist but don't exist. Yeah, because you know at the very end, you actually when yeah, she's you, in the book, you hear that her children. Yeah, and then she like opens her eyes like 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 really big and, and yeah. I think that's when that's when the timelines are branching. Mm-hmm. And if you noticed, but from um, visual standpoint, her her getting her Scarlet Witch yeah. powers, it, it works more that way. Yeah. Well, if you you notice that, and granted, this is probably reaching really far, and it's probably not true. But there's a portion of that branched timeline now that's really Scarlet Red colored. And there's yeah. been some theories like there may be some Scarlet Witch tie in there, like mm-hmm. with the, the branch off that we may be going to get to see. I, I, I think the, the biggest beauty now with them embracing the multiverse is it gives the guys who directs the writers and the directors more freedom rather than be stuck to we must do this timeline mm-hmm. for everything to make sense to this big event they're building. Right. Now it's like, hey, we can make this movie and do whatever we want. And, oh, you know, it, it, it might be a scapegoat, but hey, multiverse. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so see, now they can bring T, uh, TQ Atiti and let him do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's instead of been... saying, you got you got to do this for the MCU, you just let, let literally let the guy do whatever he wants to do. That's what he's talking about. He's, I've heard him talking about for the Love and Thunder about how it's probably going to be the most absurd movie he's ever made. And, <laughs> oh, and bring, it, bring, it on. Who, bring it on. This is the guy who created What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show. Mm-hmm. And that mo- that that show is just wonky. So that's, yeah. Well, yeah, I want to. I want to get to a point where I can. I can check that out. Yeah. 
made me think also with the things coming up since you're talking about Kang seems to be thing, the big thing. I saw someone else pointed out that apparently the color purple is just the thing that causes trouble in the Marvel Universe. First you had Thanos, then Agatha, she was a pur- she was clad in purple. Oh. Baron Zevo, his mask was purple. Kang oh. the Conqueror wears a purple robe. <gasps> oh, okay. oh, All so right. does that mean that we're, we're, we're leading to Sam Jackson turning bad? Ooh. Because, you know, Sam Jackson's Ooh. in general, his thing is purple. That is true. Yeah. Uh, does that, that mean that we're going to see, you know, a familiar <laughs> character flip and turn bad? <laughs> is it is it too is it too soon to talk about one person who's got a little bit of a purple hair in Black Widow? Mm. Well, are we stepping into it, the spoiler it, territory for anybody? It won't, well, it won't bother me. Like I said, Widow, I'm going to watch eventually. It's just not on the that's probably reaching. So yes. Okay. All right. I'm not. Okay. I'm not, I'm not touching on it. But there's somebody <laughs> in black with a with with a little bit of purple tint to their hair. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. And that and this person is going to be very. I think it's going to be very big in mm-hmm. the upcoming MCU, mm-hmm. especially with um, some things that happened in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know who you're talking about, Brock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do too. But, <laughs> but overall, going back to Loki, it's still impressive that, that they're planning to do like the MCU, the next big phase for it. It was based off basically a, a TV show within it. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Do it with yeah. a movie. But TV show makes more sense because you can they could do the whole TV. They got to do a deeper, longer explanation of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Although- and one thing I want to point out really quickly, is, was I the only one who kind of thought, you know, behind – Kang, the archivist, whoever, you know, you've got the mm. big window. Oh, I know uh, what you're about to do. The, mm-hmm. the big circle window. <laughs> and then there is a little circle window uh-huh. to the upper left, and then a little circle mm-hmm. window to the upper right. Hello, Hidden Mickey. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I the mean, mouse. Disney. Well, <laughs> and, and, and the extremely, extremely overt tie, um, feeling of Wizard of Oz slash Willy Wonka. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, the Man, Wizard of Oz, the whole thing where he was talking about, you guys, you, you think you have free will. I wrote all this. I did all this and I paved the road and yep. all you did was walk down it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you might as well have just said walk down the yellow brick road because <laughs> yeah. this whole thing felt like Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Like like pulling apart uh, uh, a and then then walking in and then seeing the uh, – it was almost like the wizard's castle. Mm-hmm. And and let's talk a, a second about just the design of his house. like his. Oh, home. Yes. With with like it was all had been blown apart and then put yeah, back together re- with uh, with gold or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, yeah. That, that just the thoughts behind that were phenomenal. Well, the crazy thing about like I said the previous episode was very action oriented. You know, they were all fighting to get mm-hmm. there, and then once you get there, this movie was very. I mean, not movie. This episode was all dialogue driven and kind of yeah. What is what has happened? Like you know what I mean? Like going back, like even though for nothing like outside of you know, it, a big stuff happened like. Not that much did. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Like it, was, it was mostly well, it, Kang it, and Sylvie and Loki in that one room and then the the fate right. of the multiverse is unleashed. Mm-hmm. Well, and you, you haven't mentioned the the one terrifying moment that oh, we yeah. had in this whole thing where Miss Minutes goes, Hi y'all! And just like oh, just gosh. pops in like all of a sudden and we're like, Whoa. <laughs> That's why I started the podcast that way. This, this yeah. episode. And the only way it would have made it more scary if she finished it off with a bless your heart, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been great. Well, you, you guys just see how that turns out. It just disappears. It's like, yeah. all right. Oh, I, I, I really loved uh, He Who Remains. He was a complete goofball. He was. Mm-hmm. His yeah. character was a complete goofball. But it was so much fun to watch him oh, and, yeah. and love him. I love seeing him explain 
you can kill me off, but whoever takes my place. Yeah. And and then at the very end where he's like, see you soon. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're uh, like, yes. whoa, <laughs> foreshadowing. Yeah. Which movie down the road is going to feature him prominently? Like, like Ant-Man, he, I believe. Yeah, yeah. that's Ant-Man. it. Yeah, Ant-Man and, Quanta, and the Quantum Mania. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to see Kang. That's already been announced by Marvel. Yeah. That's where Kang is going to come into play. So I'm wondering if we're going to see any of the other variants of him before we run into Kang in, mm-hmm. in the new Ant-Man movie. Well, let's see. You've got what? You've got Multiverse of Madness and Spider-Man. Those are the big two coming out, correct? Yes. And the Eternals. Eternals. And the Eternals. I keep, I, I keep forgetting about Shang-Chi. the Eternals. And change what to, if, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't think, but like, I I guess, think Ant-Man is supposed to come out. Is it 2022 no, or 2023? Yeah, it's still, yeah it's, it might be next year. Well, we, we're we a ways off from seeing King. That's the yeah, one that's 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're kind of ways yeah. off. In the event that you want more, uh, by the way, his name's Jonathan Majors. In the event that you want to see Jonathan Majors in his prime, where he's incredible, mm-hmm. Lovecraft Country. I've okay. heard, yeah, I've heard a lot of people uh, watch Lovecraft Country. Okay, it, it, the, 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 that show is like so incredibly crazy wonky, but he is phenomenal in that. The fact that he was chosen to be this, and the fact that we know that the assumption at this point that we know that he's going to be in a lot of Marvel stuff coming up because he's Kang, he's going to be the face of Kang, whether it's this or that. I, I don't know if they could have picked a better actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. th- this guy's very up and coming. He's 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 got the chops for it and i mean like brock said he he showed us a character that has very obviously been at that fortress for way too long mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> by himself with just miss minutes to talk to and you know just the way he talks you can you can you kind of get the sense even before he says he's tired of this job that he is like he, that there's the willy wonka thing where willy wonka has been in that factory mm-hmm. and hasn't been out in in public for so long, he doesn't know how to act. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to coordinate with people. He doesn't know how to socialize. And he wants so, to pass that on to, he's ready to give the job up. He's wanting to yeah. pass the job along. Mm-hmm. So you got that that very prominent Willy Wonka vibe. Like, you know, yeah, you guys both, you all both got a golden ticket. So let's, let's, let's talk, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. And then, so we, we transitioned from the, the Wizard of Oz now to Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. we know that there is going to be a season two of Loki. However, whenever that yeah. decides to come out, so yeah, that was good to see. And Tom oh, Hiddleston has said, enough. yeah, Tom Hiddleston has said that he'll play Loki anytime. He could never get tired of, of playing this character. Well, good because we can't get tired of seeing him. I, right? Like I said, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. <laughs> season two better give us Mobius and his jet ski, though. That's the only thing. <laughs> better, that happen, I will riot. <laughs> From what I understand, the uh, the original uh, the the original post credit scene was supposed to be like an alternate ending mm-hmm. that I've they were heard supposed that. to have, but because of COVID, things have gotten shuffled around, and they they decided to push through with making Jonathan Majors' character more prominent instead of making him instead of like him just being a hint at the very end, mm-hmm. kind of like kind of like what I was assuming as one of my theories before it was like we were just going to see him at the very end as a hint. That's supposedly how it was originally going to be was that he wasn't going to be a big thing in this episode. It was going to be something else. And then an alternate ending was going to be um, going to give us a little bit of a teaser of that, a little bit more of it uh, as it might have been, because the way the movies were going to be lined up because of COVID, we would have already gotten a little more Mm -hmm. of a glimpse of it as it was. Um, So, you know, 
it's kind of fortuitous, I think, because we never would have gotten this level of exposure to the villain. Because, I mean, you guys remember when we were first exposed to Thanos, it was him yeah. up on his throne and he just kind of looks off, looks back and you yeah. just see the, you know, the, that big massive chin of his and with you know all the creases and stuff. And it, you, then that's all you saw of Thanos. And then we were left guessing for however many years it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we, we, we pretty much at this point, we have, we know who Kang is. We, we know about him. We know that. Uh, Sylvie, who is probably now, I'm going to assume, another one of our predictions, the next time we see her, she will be going by the Enchantress. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she screwed us over. You know, she screwed, like, <laughs> I'm everybody so over. mad about that, by the way. Let me just, I'm a hopeless romantic. I was really hoping that everything would mm-hmm. work out. And this was a great way to segue into all the new movies, the new setup or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm still upset. I loved them together. So well, I mean, she'll be a good villain. I mean, if she if she continues on, I mean, you, you guys keep in mind she's still at the fortress. She still has the little, right. the little dial, so mm-hmm. she can still do things. So, what's to say she doesn't just decide to go and try to pull a Doc Brown and fix this? Yeah, I don't think also, she can. She's but. All, but she's also still very heavy revenge focused. So, I mean, she's still got right. her personal beef with Renslayer. She needs to finish. Yeah, that's true. And Renslayer is now off doing her thing so yeah maybe we'll see a spinoff with with them you know doing uh portal chasing where they're chasing each other <laughs> around time you know looking for that cake. would be cool <laughs> <laughs> well fantastic yeah we don't know when season two of loki's gonna hit but it's gonna be a lot of fun and we've got a lot of good marvel stuff coming out mm-hmm. between now and then so all I know is Doctor Strange is going to have a lot of cleaning up to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because the amount of people, the stuff has been screwed up since his last movie. He's going to be like, what did you guys do? Oh, he's going to be mad. <laughs> well, deservedly mad. Yeah. <laughs> so. All because he was texting on his phone when he shouldn't have been. <laughs> the multiverse. I just took a nap for just a second. Yeah. You guys, I took a break for 15 minutes to play yeah. some Pokemon Go. Yeah. And, then, and then you guys screw up the entire multiverse. How did that happen? <laughs> this was just revenge for making uh, Loki fall for 30 minutes. Well, well someone, someone said also this is also this, this all happened because the Hulk didn't the Hulk hate stairs. <laughs> You really think about it. Oh. I like that. Well, anything else you guys want to talk about on our front porch banter <laughs> episode, our first banter episode? No, I think we I, covered it. Hey, man, I think we're good. I think we're about ready to get in the cars and drive off. We've said our southern goodbyes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We lasted about as long as it, it normally takes to get off the porch okay. and say goodbye. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of tired of my rocking chair at this point. I'm gonna go back in and sit on you know, sit on the couch. <laughs> I, need, I need to go put some leftovers in a butter dish somewhere in a butter bowl somewhere. So. Surprise leftovers. Yeah, exactly. Is it butter or is it? <laughs> could be. It could be chili. Yeah. It could be you know uh, vegetable soup. I maybe cornbread. We don't know. Well, in our house, it's Cool Whip bowls. So yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah. That's, that, that's our fine china. <laughs> so hey, cups and Cool Whip bowls. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alyssa, thanks for being on here again with us. Glad you were in town to join us. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Sorry, I didn't say much, but I did crochet the front part of a sweater. So <laughs> that's and it's beautiful. It's, it's gorgeous. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're looking at it right Thank now. You. So she's going to get she's she's now accomplished more product uh, more productive behavior than I'm probably going to do all week. So <laughs> yep, that's same here. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm off on vacation this week to to be with the kids, so I know I'm not doing anything productive. <laughs> We're going to enjoy the week and have a good time. So, well, we thank you so much. Oh, that's a loud yawn, M- Missy. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't hear that. <laughs> you, you're not supposed youngest. to do that until we get off. Of the youngest one of us is yawning. Yeah. <laughs> we're old and we're hanging. Come on, girl. Sorry. <laughs> well, we thank you so much for joining us. We have reached double digits, as we said, episode 10 of the Bama Geeks. And we really appreciate all the support. We're having a lot of fun, as we always say. And we can't do this without you. I mean, we could, but it wouldn't be as much fun. But <laughs> we're so glad you're along on this ride with us. Rog, don't kid yourself. We all like just to talk to talk to ourselves and talk to each other anyway. This is just uh, with, with an understood audience is all it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would be doing this regardless. I'm Southern. I was just trying to be nice. <laughs> Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Bless, Bless your heart. heart. <laughs> well, you guys have a, a wonderful couple of weeks until we see you again. We've got a lot of fun coming up over the next couple of weeks, especially Jess and I, because mm-hmm. as of this recording, let's see, two days, no, 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 right before we get to our next recording, we're going to Atlanta Comic Con, mm-hmm. and I'm going to see Jody Benson again, Little Mermaid Ariel, so I'm excited, That that's my birthday gift from Jess, yet again, it was in 2019, yeah. we're going to do a deja vu, except this time, not as far away. Nice. So... Uh, our our con season begins in uh, less than two weeks. We're excited yeah, for that. Yeah, it really so. does. I'm, yeah. yeah. So let's get full oh, swing yeah. again. Yep. So you guys stay safe. Thank you for joining us. Hit up at Bama Geeks on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, BamaGeeks at gmail.com. If you want to drop us a line, check us out on YouTube. Just search Bama Geeks because once those subscriber numbers go up, we can get a custom URL. So I'm just going to tell you to search instead of giving you a URL because there's a whole bunch of numbers and letters <laughs> and symbols. So so we, we'd appreciate uh, if you want to get on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating. We appreciate it. Give us a great review. And as we've said before, if you don't like us, please don't leave a response. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hit us up everywhere you can find a podcast, YouTube included. And thank you so much again. We enjoy this. We enjoy you. We love you. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. Thank y'all. Bye.